All right, guys, Truff here just to say that this episode is sponsored by Kate's Bakes on Instagram. Go and check it out, guys. The lockdown has been hard on everyone in terms of their mental health and stuff like that. And this page is wonderful uh, with Katie, who runs it, making something every couple of days for you to have a look at. Um, she's made a wonderful recipes, including friendly brownies. Uh, she's made lemon and poppy seed loaves um, and ultimate chocolate chip cookies. She shows you her process. She shows you the recipe. And it really is wonderful. So go and check it out. It's Kate's Bakes underscore X um, on Instagram. Go check it out. Go give it a follow. Um, and I hope you enjoy the episode today, team. Right, guys, back with our third lockdown special here. I'm back to a bang. Here we go. Very exciting times. Uh, today, we are going to discuss our Mount Rushmore of superhero characters. Now, this is the way things are going to work. Um, the four people who are on the panel today will be giving their individual Mount Rushmores. Now, when they're doing that, I'll be typing down who's showed up more than once. If there's a definitive four at the end of it, we will give you our definitive Mount Rushmore very easily. However, if there's any ties or debates, that's when things are really going to kick into high gear. And these people will be fighting tooth and nail uh, to be getting their picks on the definitive Mount Rushmore of be. first time. Yes, you will. You will get angry, Nicholas. <laughs> get fashion going. Honestly, I wouldn't be. Uh, so we're joined, as usual, uh, by Jack, Nicky and Luke. But today, joining in us uh, again. Joining in it's joining us today. It's not full time football. Torres, how's it going? Hello. Hi. Hi. Very excited. Happy to be here and bring some decorum to these absolute lunatics. I mean, Torres is, is a football man uh, and a football podcaster, but he does have a a strong relationship with um, superhero movies, so this will be with meth right up the street. So it won't be a fish out of water scenario anyway. Well, uh, listen, this will be fantastic. <laughs> so we're actually going to start off with our guests, um, Mount Rushmore. So Torres, could you take us through your Mount Rushmore and explain your justification for each of your picks on it? <clears throat> right, where to begin? Henry Larson. He had three. <laughs> <laughs> Olivier Capo. Why is he? <laughs> nah, but in all honesty, there's three stick-ons for me that I wrote down right off the bat, and then there was one that I wasn't too sure about, mm-hmm. and I was actually messaging truffles about it because I was conflicted. Must be desperate. Need a helping hand, I know. <laughs> anyway, it's number one, the first one that I wrote down was. Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. If yes. he's known any of yours, you are all bloody idiots and you shouldn't uh. do a film podcast. That one's a total stick on. If he's mm. known anyone's, you just don't know. Mm. Second one was Christian Bale's Batman. Mm-hmm. Because I genuinely think that's one of the best trilogies I've watched, probably. Just if you start to finish, Batman Begins was a bit slow, but uh, the other two were absolutely top notch. In in my opinion, he is the best Batman there's been. Uh, uh, number three, 
Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, which nice. is why no. Just the standalone films itself could have put him there because mm-hmm. he was absolutely class, especially in Logan. Logan absolutely broke my heart <laughs> because I knew because I knew he wouldn't be back. But what an absolute man! And the number four is where the debate is. Uh, I was torn between four, Chris Hemsworth and Josh Brolin's Thanos, mm-hmm. and I've went with Thanos. Nice. Because my whole idea was he was built up for 10 odd years and they could have made an absolute rip-roaring cunt out of it, but I honestly think that he brought the whole thing together alongside Robert Downey Jr. Because he was just... I was worried they were going to make an arse of it and basically ruin it, ruin the whole, like, ten years' worth of films because he'd be underwhelmed. But I honestly think he was, if not better than I expected. And I just loved it. It's a very strong uh, start from Torres there, I think. It's hard to dispute any of his picks. Um, second, we're going to come to add on to the list we've got so far. Luke, uh, your partner on uh, Super News, what are you going for, Luke, today? Uh, what my Mount Rushmore does not have Robert Downey Jr. Well, get out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to clarify with Chuff about four times you know what the fucking Mount Rushmore was. I know what Mount Rushmore <laughs> is, but I was like, well, in terms of what you want us to do. So, um, my, my number one spot, well, I mean, obviously not ranked, but yeah, the first pick I'm going to say is Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. Um, because there's never <laughs> there's no been a Wonder Woman like her, but I'm going to tell you another one. But I think she sets the bar. <laughs> she sets the bar for it because she's huge. She looks absolutely about nine foot tall and would absolutely batter MD. And she's got that stern look in her face where she's like, ah, she looks good, but also she could batter MD. So I was like, I don't think MD could ever compete with that. You know what I mean? Anyone else after that is not going to is not going to hit the mark as well as her. And I want to put a female in there because I feel like it would in a very male-dominated industry and I feel like putting a female in there would uh, help us out. Uh, the second one I've got is Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. This one. Because I don't... I think because, obviously, going back with the history, he pushed for that, he wanted it, he loved the character and I think he nails it in terms of from comic book to film what he's actually like and it's hard to even though it looks very easy just to break the fourth wall and be very meta about everything, I think it takes a certain kind of talent. And Ryan Reynolds already was Wade Wilson or Deadpool before he was even Deadpool, if that makes sense. His comedic timing and all that was great. So I think he's he's just like, he should be up there with your Hugh Jackman. He should be up there with your Christian Bale and all the rest. So I think... Uh, so is that your next two? <laughs> No. So <laughs> 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 better. Um, my next one is right. This one, I think, is going to kick up, and I'm going to I'm going to explain my answer before you all kick up. So I put Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Right. <laughs> I was confused by that one as well. To be fair, right. <laughs> as if I'm having Robert Junior's no bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I've done this because. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is the best Spider-Man we've had as Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker is the best Peter Parker we've had. Tom Holland's about both. I think he nails being Spider-Man in every aspect. I think he nails it in terms of what he looks like, his struggles, 
and the way his attitude towards when he's crime fighting and what he does, I think he, I think Amazing Spider-Man Two gets a bad rap, but I think he does it perfectly in that film. And I can tell by the silence on the panel is completely agrees. I agree with you. I agree with you. I like Andrew Garfield, and and I think he's probably the best. If you were to use the all three Spider Mans separately, you know, I do think he's the best for his own movies. If that makes sense, but I do. I I would argue that Tom Holland is a better Spider Man, just just generally. Given the given the whole kind of world that he's in, given the MCU, I think no, it's allowed. I I can't help but think as well if Andrew Garfield was given the chance to be in that world, he would also nail it. If that makes sense, like Tom Holland was given all the tools to make it good, whereas Andrew Garfield had nothing, and he still made it good. You know what I mean? Right. What's your number four then? Might get into the Spider Man debate a bit more down the line, but what's your number four? My number four is. Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Great show. I think uh, from not even from the film itself, but see the one scene when he's turned, he's um, getting the formula and stuff like that, and he has that pure fit scene, and it's like very Joker esque. Then he jumps in the fucking cage, and he's so mental, and you can tell he's kind of like Jekyll and Hyde. I think he he nails it as a Green Goblin because he's also very fucking manipula- manipulative. And Wait, very, what Green Goblin's this? This is uh, Spider Man, the original Spider Man. The original Spider Man. Aye. Um, and I just find it, I find that the editing and all that was very horror esque because that's what Sam was good at. But I think he'd done the Green Goblin justice. And if you've never seen that, you should Google the original mask for the Green Goblin for that film because it's yeah. fucking frightening. They, they went with the more sleek. Right I should have kept different. the original mask. I like that. I like but, that. Uh, I think Willem Dafoe done a fucking cracking job. And then after, see after that film, people were shouting for him to be the Joker at some point. Yeah, yeah. for years. Goblin and Joker. Fucking Like imagine Willem Dafoe in that mask, and it would have been all animated and shit. Like they worked in that mask more than anything, but they scrapped it last minute. Um, but I do think uh, I don't think any will top because we got fucking Dane DeHaan doing the Green Goblin and the Amazing Spider-Man two, and he was shocking. So I don't I can't even really remember that exactly. Exactly, you'd, you'd actually rather mm. the four than fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I work? It's an it's yours is a, an interesting list. There's some question marks there, but I think very strong uh, shouts at its core. Um, so we'll see how it goes on. See how it goes on. Uh, Higgins, we're going to come to you now. What are you thinking um, with your Mount Rushmore? Right. So the idea of Mount Rushmore is that <laughs> you are paying tribute to founding fathers or like legends, I suppose. Of it's like meant to be your top four superheroes of superheroes. So although Andrew Garfield may have been good as Spider-Man, he certainly isn't like, he isn't a superhero of superheroes. He's just Spider-Man in his own films. I think, similar in similar lines with Torres, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man had three of his own films and then went on to do fucking, well, went on to save the world, effectively. Um, and he's been a leader of a faction of superheroes in a whole... 12 year span of movies so I think I agree with Torres it'd be stupid if he didn't have him on there because he needs to be given the tribute 
that he deserves, which would certainly be having his face on a fucking mountain. Nice. Nice. Um, and Tony Stark would love that as well. <laughs> and he would love that, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I don't, I can't really argue against that. I don't, I don't see how anyone could argue against that. He's um, arguably the most important Avenger, and, and it just yeah, he's got his hands in all sorts of pots. If that makes sense. <laughs> pepper pots, <laughs> right, hands in pepper pots. I love it. <laughs> love it. What's your second? But uh, second pick, <laughs> second pick's a wee bit left field. I went for. Um, Ian McKellen's Magneto. Wow. Magneto. I think he's, uh, although I get what Torres was saying about Thanos, it's probably a similar thing with that, um, where, you know, although Thanos has been set up for the 10 years and talked about and all that, and then he, he went on to be brilliant, but I, I still think Magneto is a better villain with better motives than Thanos. Thanos is just inherently a big evil being. Because he's like that's the way his character's been written. Uh, Magneto, isn't he? Mag- Magneto's got a whole backstory. He's you know was separated from his parents um, at concentration camp as a, a Jew um, and all that. So he's got a really really dark backstory, really tragic like upbringing. And I like the I like the whole dynamic in X Men. I've always been a big fan of X Men compared to other Marvel stuff, and that's probably why I was so late getting to the MCU because I was always just on an X Men. Um, riding the X-Men wave um, I love the, the whole like mutant versus human idea and how like you know it's always a common theme in all superhero films where they, they, they hide their, they hide their uh, identities and all that because of the, the risks behind it but with mutants uh, and X-Men it's like it becomes a civil war um, or it becomes a war sorry between these two races um, and I like that Magneto's motive is effectively kind of like Thanos is where it's like the greater good but it doesn't really involve killing like it doesn't kill their own you know what I mean whereas Thanos is like oh we'll just kill everything we'll kill 50% of everything Magneto is like well God has given us these these powers like why are we standing for why are we standing for um, humans these less these inferior humans allowing us yeah. uh, sorry and not allowing us to to use them or something like that, you know. So I think he's got a more of a motive to it. I think um, I don't know. He's just class as well. He's just a really, really powerful villain. Um, a really smart villain as well, like uh, intelligent. Um, and obviously the whole again with the whole backstory to it, um, his relationship with Charles Xavier, who was nearly going to make my list as well, Xavier. Um, but yeah, I think just the the whole relationship um, of his journey is brilliant and. Nice. Ian McKellen, I think, does does a really good job of portraying it in the first three X Men films. A strong, a strong choice for your number two there. Who's uh, does number three number live up three, to? Number three is going to be Hugh Jackman's Wolverine as well. So nice. me and Torres are on a similar wavelength. I think just fucking there was no other person who could have played uh, Wolverine quite as well as he did. Uh, and then Logan is just the absolute icing on the cake. Uh, giving it a real like rustic feel to it, a real down to earth, um, homely feel to it as well. Uh, where you see true emotion from Wolverine, uh, which you've not really seen before. He's a very um, he's in a lot of denial, Wolverine or Logan, uh, all the way through, all the way through X Men. So 
um, to have him sort of embrace something for once is really class, uh, and it's almost it's like it's like a real it's like a character arc, not just in the film, but for the whole um, the whole X Men storyline. Um, and I think again, similar to what I was saying with Robert Downey Jr., Robert Downey Jr. he's like a legend of legends. He's a legend of superheroes. He needs to be on there. It can't he just be like like Wonder Woman has had one film, and although she'd done a really good job, I, I would argue that she's not a legend of superheroes. She doesn't. She's not impacted any superhero universes in a in a, an amazing way, um, or been seen as a leader or anything like that for um, for a group of superheroes. So. I think that's where Wolverine takes it for me. He's Wolverine. he's similar to yeah, he's similar to uh, Iron Man, where he's like a leader and he's very very well known in his universe as being somebody who's contributed a lot to the greater good. So there you go. Nice. And who's your final pick? Uh, final pick. It was. It was Tom Holland's Spider Man, but I'm open to open to argue or open to debate that. Um, I just think I think there's a potential for him to get it um, from movies that we've not yet seen uh, the movies that will be made uh, in the MCU that he'll have a bigger part to play again um, nice. I can hear you yawning I know I talk a lot right but you can't <laughs> fucking yawn <laughs> so much now, I'll say uh, my comparison would be if this was Evolution Spider-Man uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man's like your Randy Orton <laughs> oh, fuck off and make a wrestling podcast if you want to talk like that but no, I, I agree with you and I, I think he's um, I think there's just a lot more to come for Tom Holland Spider-Man and I think he will earn his place on Mount Rushmore because he's going to take he's taking over the mantle for, for Tony Stark um, as we've seen him far from home so I want I want that to continue and I want to see him effectively lead the Avengers in some way and his suit man I just love these suits here for somebody who had never seen any of the MCU to eventually catch up and that first time that Spider-Man's mad spidey legs come out of his new suit, my God, I got the biggest hard one ever. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Another well-justified list, and we've got two at the top right now. It looks like uh, Robert Down Jr.'s Iron Man and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine are shoe-ins, but we'll just need to see how this all shakes up, because the last list we've got is Nikki. Nikki, tell us your reasons uh, no idea for each you your picks. Me, man. I've had to pick <laughs> out of the very limited things I've seen in the superhero world, so mine's are hardly any heroes as well, it's mostly villains. Uh, right, so first of all, I'm going to go with Dr. Octopus. Oof. From the first, I don't know who played him, but in the first Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man film. Yeah. The reason nice. is, I don't I'm not mad on the film and that. It's, he's good. He's good in the film because obviously you see him like becoming mental and that. But he's also class. I know this isn't a games podcast, right? But he's also class the Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. He's actually probably better than he is in the movie. Yep. So I don't really have many other justifications for it. I just quite like him. So I'll move on to the next one. I'm trying to find where our text shoot travels. Joker. <laughs> Heath Ledger's Joker. He doesn't really have mm-hmm. any powers, obviously, but it's just fucking class, isn't he? Just yeah. like chaos Aye. and that. <clears throat> um, I'm just trying to justify these. Uh, it's just class. <laughs> <It's> just class. <laughs> Next is Harley Quinn and mm. fucking Birds of Prey. Mate, oh. he's, got, mate, he's in disagree with you on. I could not fucking care less. I've just had to pick <laughs> out of some ones that I know. Truffles texted me last night. He's like, right, you need to tell me it. 
I enjoyed Birds of Prey. That that's all. That's quite like <laughs> Margot Robbie sexy. She's power power by gear. What? Right. Aye, that movie she basically is powered by cocaine the full time it's made. It's so weird. Right. Um last I'll just wait until that fucking racket's finished. <laughs> uh, last, I'm going to agree with fucking Higgins, and I'm going to go with Ian McKellen as Magneto. Yes. Because he's just cool as fucking. He's Ian McKellen. He's the only one I'm kind of passionate about. I would argue for him to go on because I used to love that X-Men movie when I was younger. And... I work with magnets as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> so you are Magneto, actually. <laughs> that's, that's a big part of my job, is magnets. So, and I, I, see when last night when I thought about it, I thought, I should probably watch that and see how accurate their use of the magnetic fields are. And then I was like, get a grip of yourself. <laughs> I love that. But actually, that's not how the fields travel. <laughs> Listen, guys, so we do have... Uh, we'll have some... Done, I? Yeah, we sorry, will sorry, have. Sorry, see, see, to be honest, I'm sorry, was Higgins, Higgins gets a bit off an hour and I get five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go with your doppelganger, Professor X, Nicky. <laughs> well, there's more room for debate here because we do have three of the Mount Rushmore locked in. So the first three in our Mount Rushmore are Iron Man, played by Robert Downey Jr. Wolverine played by Hugh Jackman and Magneto played by Sir Ian McKellen right see here's where it comes down to I'm going to narrow down the choices out of what we have left and then you guys are going to vote from what we have like what what I've left you with and then we'll try to decide the fourth one from that so I'm going to keep Batman uh, Christian Bale's Batman in because I think Torres justified that really quite well I'm going to take Thanos out of it just because of Higgins' knock on Thanos and his Magneto argument, uh, saying we've already got Magneto who possibly has better motivations. So that's my reason for taking him out. I'm going to take out Wonder Woman again because of Higgins' knock on it. Um, when he said he, she hasn't really shaped the future of that universe that much, despite to be a good then performance. He's, he's contradicting himself. Because he says uh, she's not made a mark yet, but then goes on to say... Tom Holland well, we'll get to, to make a mark. We'll get to Tom I'm a bit fucking kick up. So Gal Gadot's out. I'll keep Deadpool Ryan Reynolds in just because of what you said about him encapsulating that part. And it really was a move to R-rated uh, superheroes, um, I believe. Um, I'm going to take out both versions of Spider-Man that were brought up in Garfield and Holland, purely because Garfield's movies aren't that good. And you're right, Higgins did contradict himself a wee bit in the Tom Holland argument. Um, I feel <laughs> we've already got Magneto out of the villains we've got left I feel Heath Ledger's Joker is head and shoulders above the rest of them so I'm going to take out Harley Quinn, Doc Ock and Green Goblin and oh. leave in Heath Ledger's Joker so here's the situation we have it is now a vote for the last place in Mount Rushmore between Christian Bale's Batman, Ryan Reynolds Deadpool and Heath Ledger's Joker and to decide this, I'm going to go in reverse order, and we're going to start with Nikki. Who's your vote? Uh, he finds our choker. <laughs> Sticking with your man. He's doing a way well. This is going to go down to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? We're going to go to Higgins. What do you think? 
So got Christian Bale, Batman, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Right, I'll go for Heath Ledger Joker as well, and I'll have two villains and two two heroes. That nice. makes sense. All right, Luke, who are you going with? Brilliant. I'll go Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool sticking with his man. So here's the situation: <laughs> if Tony sticks with Bale. Uh, Ledger wins if he goes with Ledger Ledger also wins if he goes with Deadpool we go to a tie in which case it will come down to my deciding vote on the matter Torres what are you going with? I'm not going to lie I'm going to be a big turncoat bastard and go for Heath Ledger because I totally nice. forgot about the Joker <laughs> no chance if I got two <laughs> on the thing that's ridiculous <laughs> I, I, get, I get so caught up thinking about Christian Bale I totally forgot about the Joker <laughs> <laughs> wonderful wonderful stuff so guys listen we now have our Mount Rushmore of superhero characters and it is a very good one I think it's Robert Downey right. Jr's Iron Man Hugh Jackman's Wolverine Ian McClellan's Magneto and Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker. So I'm going to go yeah, Heath Ledger only got one film in. Like, he never made the franchise at it, so that's shite. But he, trans- he transcended, <laughs> to Heath Ledger transcended what superhero movies were thought to do at that time, though, as well as the argument I'd give for Ledger being on there. Like he I, was want the fir- Jack. I want to fight Jack. I want to fight Jack. So I hate They're to ask, eh, Torres, how do you feel overall about this Mount Rushmore then? Aye, to be fair, I can't really argue with it. They're, nice. they're all very worthy members. Members of the Mount Rushmore. I'm hesitant to ask, uh, look, how do you feel about the Mount Rushmore <laughs> we've constructed today? Fuck, shite, not what am I getting? <laughs> <laughs> I try to be different and it absolutely smacked me in the face. So you know what? I'll just be the mainstream boy you want me to be. I'll just stick to the norm, Truff. I'll just do what you want me to do. I'll never come out it ever again. I never had a decision in this. Uh, Higgins, are you happy with what we constructed? I'm delighted. Delighted. <laughs> two, two out of my four were on it, and if anything, my other two, like they probably should have been uh, Heath Ledger and who was the other one again? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> you, uh, no, Hugh Jackman was on mine. Who was the other one? The Magneto. Oh, no, you had three out of four. <laughs> oh fuck, I had three. Well, I'm class. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicky, you sounded surprised that two of your entries managed to make the final four. Are you happy about I, that? Mate, I was shocked to that. I. Because I've only got two minutes to talk, eh? Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I'm out of space. Right, Nicky, Nicky you've got to just Nicky. roll it and just keep talking, even if nobody wants to talk. <laughs> Nicky, you now have one minute to tell us a story about Bobby Lee. On you go. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, guys, thank you for that today. Torres, thanks for coming in. Do you have a good time? Hi. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I mean... Uh, Feeling the sexy tension <laughs> between Higgins and Luke was quite something. Believe me, it something when I see him. It's all going to kick <laughs> off. It's all kicking Fair off now. First time films. Uh, well, thank you for listening, guys. Who knows when we'll be back or what we'll be back with next? We don't know how long the lockdown is continuing, uh, but be sure Hopefully to check forever. out. <laughs> be sure to check out the back catalogue <laughs> uh, be sure to check out our, our sister podcast at Full Time Football on FTTV and it's goodbye from me and from everyone else goodbye catch you